On this week's episode, Coach Mack discusses the 12-hour rule the NCAA announced for football and how that impacts Central Michigan's program. The Chippewa Champion Center is nearing completion and starting to come together nicely. This week, CMU announced new members to the Marcy Weston CMU Athletics Hall of Fame, and we talk with the Chippewa's offensive and defensive coordinators, Charlie Fry and Rob Akey. Thanks again for downloading, subscribing, and listening. It's another week, which means another episode of the Coach Mac Podcast. Jim McElwain, how you doing today? Doing great, and tell me how you're doing this fine day. Oh, I'm doing excellent. It's another beautiful day in Mount Pleasant as the fall weather continues to to roll in here, so can't complain at all. No, and I tell you, it's been fun just, uh, you know, the activity and just kids on campus, um, and I think they're really doing a great job of, of you know, for the most part, kind of, you know, following all the guidelines that Dr. Davies put in play, and but, you know, at the same time, it's just, it's it's great to have school back on. Yeah, certainly is has that feel of just a, a normal fall with students back and the campus rolling, even though they are taking the precautions to be safe and make sure that everything goes off without any issues. Uh, we've got some news within the NCAA, Coach, and we kind of touched on this a little bit in the last week's episode in the 12 hours each week has yeah. come out, so you'll get that amount of allotted time to spend with your players throughout the fall. Tell us a little bit about how that's going to work for you and the team. Well, you know, we, we kind of broke it down, and, and I'm, I'm really excited because uh, within those 12 hours, basically, you have seven of those would be designated during the week that would be your lifting, conditioning, and and meetings and then you, you actually get uh, five hours within the week where we can actually go out and work with the players individually um, we can't do any team drills and that type of thing but it allows us as coaches to be out there with the guys and and you know for the most part kind of what our approach has been is from a mindset this is a little bit like okay we're coming back from Christmas we're going to get our lifting and our conditioning and, and make sure we're really hitting that, you know, uh, to the top that we can, because, you know, technically these guys really have kind of missed almost six months, you know, of, of kind of being in a routine. And that's the biggest thing we're doing right now. And then the individual skill development and, and actually doing some combine work for with them, um, that I think is really going to pay off in the long run. Now, can all the coaches be around the, the individual yeah. workouts, or is it certain position groups, or how does that work? Yeah, no, we can uh, we can all be around. Um, what we've done is we've still uh, maintained kind of small group lifting. We've got basically four lift groups, and then um, at the end of each one of those lift groups, uh, our coaches can then go and actually work with the guys um, you know, throwing and catching and, and, uh, speed work and steps and, you know, all the little things, uh, it's kind of like having, um, uh, a lot of individual, uh, training. And, uh, I think, I think it's really good. I'm kind of glad they did it this way that, that we're able to get out there and work with them. Cause you don't usually do individual workouts. Mm -hmm. Do you throughout the year? No. So that, that's why this is a little bit like, um, you know, I think I think basketball yeah. has had this for a while where they can 
you know, or one time where they could go with, I think four guys or something like that and, and, and work on actual skill development. And that's really kind of what we're doing right now. And it's, what's great is we're able to see the guys every day. And that, that to me is, is really important. Yeah, that's awesome to hear. So, uh, and that, and that'll go all the way through fall. So until the semester is done, you have the 12 hours per week with the guys. Right. And there's, you know, there, there's uh, some talk and obviously, um, you know, everything is fluid as we all know, but Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's a thought that we may look at having some form of like spring ball um, actually in, in October. Um, And we'll see that that's something that the conferences are looking at and, and um, seeing if, seeing if we can get something like that, knowing that we're, we're gearing up to play some games this winter. Yeah, no doubt. Again, it's a, it's a little backwards, Coach, because normally yeah. you're playing here in the fall, and then the spring ball, of course, happens in the spring. But with the times, now it's just kind of flipped around backwards. But it sounds like you're still going to have good opportunities to get those guys better and, and well-prepared for ho- that hopeful spring season. Yeah, and, and uh, I, I'm, I'm just excited that now we're, we kind of have some direction. Um, and, and more than anything – you know, like I, I talked to the team about uh, every team meeting is establishing routine and, you know, really discipline yourself to 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 embrace the routine and, and really set yourself moving forward. And this is much needed for us that they're getting, you know, ample lift time with Joel and in the strength strength staff. Yeah, it's kind of like when we had to establish that new routine when COVID hit and the quarantine hit. You kind of got to figure out what's next. And you mentioned that the guys were figuring out ways to to lift even though they couldn't go to gyms and make sure that they could get in individual workouts on their own while working with Joel. So good to now have them back on campus and being able to access the field and, and obviously being able to work with you and the coaching staff. Yeah, and that, that's really the biggest change is is our ability to actually you know go out and and, and teach and uh, that's what makes it really fun right now a couple more on this point coach wanted to to know so you're big on them working in the practice field now i know that there's there's no games at kelly short stadium but tell us a little bit about are, are they getting any time at, on the actual field or are you keeping them all these workouts on the practice field um, for the most part, uh, you know, over at the Marriott and out on the track is is where we're doing the most uh, most of our work. And you know, part of that is, um, you know, I'm a big believer in that stadium is is uh, kind of sacred ground. And um, you know, when we go in that stadium, you know, we we've got to go defend that turf. And and uh, so I try not to do much uh, in the stadium. Now, obviously, you know, we had some rain, so didn't want to chew the grass up so we went in there today but um other than that uh we use those other fields i gotta tell you they're in great shape our our grounds crew's doing an unbelievable job um keeping those up and and um you know i i i do believe you can take some wear and tear off 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 their legs a little bit by you know using those grass fields yeah, well, I think it's it's a good point by you because you don't want to take for granted the opportunities you get to play at Kelly Short Stadium. And for some of those freshmen that are coming in or some of those guys that, that haven't had as much run 
during those home games, you know, they have to wait a little bit longer. No fall season here. So when that opportunity comes, hopefully in the spring, I think just like COVID-19 and this pandemic has kind of taught us, don't take anything for granted. I think they're, that should have them extra motivated to get ready once they do get another opportunity to play on that field. Yeah, I mean, one of the things we've actually implemented uh, for these guys is we're doing some combine training as well, which actually, you know, taking the drills that they, you know, do at the NFL combine for the different position groups, we're, we're teaching it, we're filming them, and then hopefully the scouts can get on the road again here um, sometime, you know, hopefully the end of October, uh, which we'd have a Chippewa Pro Day. Um, invite the scouts and, and let them see all our guys. So I'm looking forward to that. And, and, and the guys are, guys are really interested, you know, seeing those drills and then going out and performing them. And, and that's been really good. Yeah, that sounds great. What's, what's your goal here with the, with the individual workouts? Obviously you want the, the, them to get better and, and an opportunity for the coaches to go out and teach, but what are you hoping to gain out of this fall uh, opportunity that you've gotten here instead of playing the games, going out there and working to get better. Well, I, you know, my, the, the number one thing for me was, was we need to get stronger and uh, we need to learn body movement and change of direction. So those have been really the emphasis for this first phase of this. And, um, and then once we get word, if we're able to have any kind of spring practice, um, so to say, Mm -hmm. uh, in, in say in October, then we will go into that phase at that time. But the biggest piece for me right now is just these guys getting on a routine, trying to make up for some lost time that they had when, you know, they were off. And, uh, and for us getting stronger, uh, that that's really the biggest piece. What have you noticed with the guys just getting back into the rhythm as you, as you say that that routine changing? How are they doing? Being back in yeah, class yeah. and on campus and having an opportunity to start working with you coaches? Well, here's the one thing I I, I miss their smiling faces because they always have masks on. <laughs> so, right. uh, but uh, no, it's uh, they're actually very excited to to get back in. You know, the amount of guys that even said, Coach you know, we miss kind of that structure. And so putting that structure back in place and, and really for all of us, uh, that that's been one of the biggest things that we're doing is, is just getting the structure back and, you know, letting our guys go out and, and, uh, you know, do some things with the ball. So it's, it's, it's been fun. Yeah. And we're, we're going to have your offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator, Rob Akey, Charlie Fry on this episode. So, very curious to see how, how they're enjoying being back out there and, and getting some work in with the guys and just having that practice type of feel and that normalcy back with, with football here in the fall. Yeah, no, it's uh, – I'll tell you, I, it's, it's, I've, I've got a great staff, and, and these guys are doing unbelievable things right now, um, you know, with our team. And, uh, you know, I'm excited that, that – people get a chance we'll visit with aches and in in charlie and and kind of find out what they kind of are doing with their time right now as as far as even the study piece of, of things that we can do well you've got a great staff now there's been previous great staffs here at central michigan and there's been previous great student athletes at cmu and 
course, we're talking about some of those Hall of Fame student athletes yeah. and coaches. And the Marcy Weston CMU Athletics Hall of Fame will have new inductees again here in 2020. And, Coach, it came out earlier this week that there's a couple pretty good football players that are on that list that are headed into the Hall of Fame this year. Yeah. I, you know what? Both those guys in, in Staley and Lefebvre, I, I, I'm wondering if they got any eligibility left. I'd love to have them come play for us. But, uh, no, it's it's exciting, and, and what a great honor. And, um, you know, those guys being inducted and, and coming in, I think that, that means so much to so many. And, you know, a lot of times guys that were on that team kind of carry that legacy, you know, when these guys get inducted and, and uh, you know, two, two great chips and uh, – Excited for those guys. You know what's really cool, Coach, is after Central Michigan, everybody goes on and, and lives their life, whether it's still in football or, or going out into the working world, doing whatever. But it is so cool to think back 14 years ago. You know, Dan Lefevre, Joe Staley, they were on the same team. They were on the same offensive side of the ball, helping the team score all those points and win that MAC championship. And now 14 years later, here they are getting an opportunity to, to reconnect and hopefully make it back for the Hall of Fame ceremony and go into the Marcy Weston CMA Athletics Hall of Fame together. That's pretty special. No, that's a great honor. And, and you know, it, it, you hit it. You know, having your quarterback in, in an offensive line, you know, those guys as teammates um, that did so much, you know, for, for this university. And um, yeah, that's what makes it really cool. You know, I think people are probably wondering, what what took so long for them to put Joe Staley in? And it's like, guess what? He finally has some open weekends because he decided to retire. <laughs> that's, that's exactly right. Um, you know, I, I, I can only imagine, you know, a guy that's been doing it like that and did it for so long. This has got to be kind of strange for him even uh, once once training camp rolled around. Like, what am I supposed to be doing? Absolutely. Absolutely. Just a little bit different feel. And, oh man, that's going to be really cool to have those guys on campus. And, Coach, hopefully they can get an opportunity to, to, to meet with you and maybe talk with the guys. Certainly always, I know you're always happy to, to welcome back former Chips to come on back and celebrate the program and, and see what the current program is up to. No, that's right. And uh, I'm really excited that, you know, we're, we're getting darn close to getting into that new facility. And, well, I got to tell you what, it is gorgeous. And, and for those guys to come back and, and see how far we've come, you know, I think is uh, something that's pretty cool, too. Yeah, I know. I'm always peeking over there at the Chippewa Champion Center every time I drive by. And uh, I know you, you're right there over there in the parking lot working in the trailers. It, it looks like it's coming together pretty, pretty well. And you guys are going to be moving in there hopefully pretty soon here. Real quick. And uh, in fact, they're, as of right now, we're. Uh, slated to kind of start moving the electronics and computers and all that stuff over there here on uh, about the 11th of, of September. And then uh, that following week, uh, you know, we'll load up our trailers and move our offices and, and uh, you know, I'll miss these trailers, believe it or not. These are pretty cool, <laughs> but uh, really excited about getting into that new facility. Now, Coach, I heard a rumor. You have to tell me if this is a true or not, but I heard someone tell me that you're actually volunteering to set up all the electronic equipment in the new building. <laughs> yeah. No, I tell you, <laughs> I, I'm happy J-Mac is here. Uh, he, he's the one that uh, 
uh, has a has a beat on that, and he, he's got to come in and turn my computer on every morning because I don't know what the button to hit. So, um, but no, it's it's uh, I tell you, state of the art stuff over there, and and what they've done, they 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 didn't miss any details, and and that's what's uh, that's what makes play special. Yeah, I can't wait to continue to see those pictures and the videos come out. And, of course, for the fans to all experience the Chippewa Champion Center and, of course, all the student-athletes and everybody on campus that will have the advantage of uh, utilizing that building, it's really going to be special when it all comes together and is finished up. No, no doubt. And the space in there that, that uh, you know, people can hold, you know, meetings, celebrations, you know, I, Unbelievable. The use of the space is fantastic and, and I, I think well thought out. And there's a, there's some areas both in the, you know, the, the greeting area or the lobby and then obviously the, uh, the, the bottom level, which is a great space. And, and I think I think once the public kind of knows what it is and that it's there. I really think it's an opportunity uh, for us to show off the facility, but people then using it and, and renting it and using the space. I, I think it's r really good for the whole city and, and for the university. Coach, curious, how has it impacted recruiting so far? As it gets closer to finished, how much has that helped, or, or have you seen maybe the recruits' eyes light up when you tell them, yeah, we've got a brand-new football building that's just about ready to be finished here? Yeah, no, it, that it's it's been a game changer, and and uh, you know it's really helping us. And and you know I think once people get in there and even see the welcome center itself, um, you know it'll be a great place for for all students and and all people visiting Central Michigan to you know come over and and see and and be a part of. I I, I really believe that th this will be a great welcome center for for the whole campus. All right, we're going to transition now and double guest week again. This is, I think, Coach Mack, the third time we've had two guests on one podcast, a little two-for-one special. And a couple of guys you know pretty well and are a huge part of the football program. We've got Coach Aiky and Coach Fry here, offensive and defensive coordinators for you. Yeah, no, this is uh, this is fun, and, and uh, I think this will be good for the listeners. We get an idea kind of what – what they're going through with their guys and, and kind of where we're at um, and kind of how workouts are going. I think this would be good. So it's great to have these two guys in here. And uh, thanks for being here, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Having us, they, they, uh, they actually, uh, I actually don't do a heck of a lot. These guys actually run the place. So, <laughs> so that, that's actually a good thing. But uh, Charlie, I'll kind of start with you. Kind of tell us, uh, tell us a little bit about, what kind of is going on with the players right now? Yeah, so we're taking them through a uh, like a combine deal where we were able to get our hands on some of the 2020 NFL combine and break that down by position. And we have our guys, you know, basically going through uh, a number of drills each week that simulate what they would do in Indianapolis. So we're able to break that film, cut that film up and, and drill it and then go out on Fridays and, and film it and, you know, give them a, a taste of what it's like being there. Try to simulate, you know, the exact drill and the time of, of you know, the timing of some of the routes that they're going to throw and, and execute that that way. But, it's you know, it's one of the few times that, that they'll ever have in their career of really focusing on 
the individual skill piece, um, not worrying about scheme, but really trying to master their craft um, of what they do as, as an individual position. And, and aches, you know, kind of from a defense here, here's the good thing. You've got two guys here that, that obviously um, Charlie had the NFL career and, and went through all this stuff as a player. And of course, coach Aiky, um spent years with the Vikings and, and, up with uh, Washington in the in the NFL, right? <laughs> it is now. <laughs> and uh, what, what is the uh, Washington football team? The Washington right? football team. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> but tell me, thanks uh, a little bit, kind of what what we're doing on the defensive side. Well, it's it's cool because the I think the combine stuff that Charlie was talking about that Coach Mack created is is awesome in that they're you know they all have dreams of playing in that league and and so we're showing them how to get that done and they're comparing what they do against what last year's draft class looked like and it's got them competing again you know we haven't competed since March fourth that was a Thursday morning back in the spring so they kind of be keep competing with each other and with themselves in that fashion and then. You know, and then once we get through that, we can teach each of these drills and it gets them going and it's great for the body movement and things they got to do anyways. But then we can get some technique work done with them because that's the one thing, you know, and, and we've got a great schedule the way we do things when we practice. And there is individual time in there, but you always are bleeding for more. And this is a chance we can we can do that to get their hands and their eyes and their hips and their feet right and, and, and hopefully create some better habits. Yeah, it's it's been fun and the guys have really taken to it and kind of. Kind of explain a little bit, Charlie, you know, as, as we kind of put this together, um, really, what's the what's the mindset right now as far as the staff and, and, and you kind of talking to your offense staff and then moving forward with the players? Kind of what take me through what that mindset is. No, it's, it's a big piece of it, Coach. Uh, you know, from a coach's perspective, getting in there with all the offensive coaches and, and learning the ins and outs of each position. You know, whether it's the last two steps of, of a route or it's what the linemen are doing in there with Coach Cummings or, you know, I was out there throwing to the running backs today uh, for Coach Jackson. They were working one of those little option routes. So, you know, just seeing how, how guys build their drills, build their daily, their, their daily schedule, and then being able to share that with each other. I think each of us as coaches are becoming more well-rounded. You know, you're, you're doing things that – that you really wouldn't get to doing because we get so caught up in scheme and plays and it, it kind of over, you know, that's what you spend your day doing, but now you're getting to dabble in to different position groups. And then as far as the mental piece for the kids, you could see a sparkle in their eye today. Um, you could see a little pep in their step as they're going, walking up the stairs to, to go in the stadium, to, to be able to just throw the football, you know, just the simple pitch and catch, just how excited they were. It's like Christmas. Um, and it was good. I was excited to see that, you know, it gave me chills just, just watching them work out, to tell you the truth. How have you been doing it with the defensive guys? Uh, kind of what, what's that been like, uh, aches, you know, uh, in that defensive staff room? Well, it, uh, being able to come together again, you, you know, all that time that we were apart, we, we took advantage of that time. You know, there was each, each, uh, each coach did some different studies and then, we got together and talked about those, but that was on Zoom lines and, and that all over the place. So being in the same room again and talking through those details was awesome. And that helped us, you know, because we had, you know, we got, we've got practice scripts already set and all those kind of things done. Installs have been gone through. And so that, that was awesome. And us being able to do it together was, 
you know, that was really cool. And, you know, we had the ability to do it with the players, but having the players here and seeing them go through it now and, and you know, there, there's a, you know, most of these guys, you know, this is, they're like us. We live for this. This is what we do. It's, it's our livelihood. It's our passion. And it keeps getting taken away from us. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, I'm, we're walking off just a running workout, the lifting workout uh, yesterday, day before, and uh, Troy Brown, I'm walking out with Troy Brown. I say, how was it, man? He, he's a coach. It's great to be back out here with my dudes. And he clicked his heels together like a like a colt, ready to go. And uh, so that that life of everybody being back together again is what we've been missing, and it's it's it puts some life in everybody. I think. You know, part of what we've we've kind of tried to accomplish is really more than anything. We talked about it earlier um, today, Adam, but really the routine piece for these guys. Uh, you know, talk to us a little bit on that, Charlie, and kind of yeah. how, how we set those routines for each individual player. I think that's how you – routines is how you get reach your potential. You know, um, there's some – you know, being around the guys that, at the highest level, uh, their routines were – went down to what time they eat breakfast, to what time they stretch, to what time they watch film, and the, the consistency of – of their day Monday through Friday allowed their minds to get in a rhythm where they're, they're not using that energy to say, what am I going to do next? It's already programmed in there and their days are structured in a way so that they can go out and reach their potential. And every great player that I was around had a special routine. And that's something that we're giving our guys as far as when they're going to class, when they're going to work out, when, they, when they're going to pick up their dinners, when they're going to go to study hall when they're going to get their individual time. And, and that's how you build into reaching your potential because that's what every athlete is, is worth that we're trying that we can get our hands on. We're trying to help these guys reach their potential and routines really give them the structure to be able to go out and do that. You know, you talk about the messaging piece. How, how's it been for you, Aches, as far as, you know, with these guys and, and kind of the messaging moving forward? Well, Getting your job done really is kind of the big message. And, and so therefore the routine that Charlie talked about is what enables that to be able to happen. And when, you know, when they had to be separate from us all that time, those, those routines were hard to build from a distance. So our staff has spent hours and hours of time getting those organized. And some of these have changed because, you know, this class was started out to be in person, but now it's gotten switched a little bit. And the, and the professors are figuring some of them out a little bit, I think, also. So that has required some of these uh, instances to change. So I think uh, I think our coaches have done a great job of getting that accomplished. And, and just understanding the message that, hey, we're here to take care of business. And, and when they take the choke chain off of us and let us play football again, we're going to be ready to go. But we've got to take care of business so that we can be ready to go and be the football team that we expect to be. You know, this uh, 12 hour that we talked about, uh, you know, the, the rules uh, that we're under right now with the players, um, kind of some of that on field stuff that we're actually able to do that, that, you know, in a normal eight hour week, we couldn't. But uh, what are some of those things that you're doing with them, Charlie, uh, on the offensive side of the ball? Yeah, no, it's. One of my favorite things that we're able to do right now is really talk about routes and, you know, going through uh, my career as a quarterback, the first part of quarterback school was, wasn't even talking concepts, but it was talking routes. You know, you've got your quick game series where you work in slant, for example, and knowing what that slant work is versus off coverage, what is it versus cover two, 
you know, if it's pressed, you know, you got to wait on your back foot and, and flatten the throw. So you're able to really dive into, you know, the, the route adjustments, the route piece, and then, you know, breaking it from there into like a half field concept where you're, you're working three over two or two over one into the boundary where the quarterback is still able to make a conscious decision and process what he's able to see without having seven on seven or 11 on 11. So able to build those things where you still get guys being able to think and on their feet, you know, they're getting the reps of going through how they process within a play and then carry that over to when we get to do it again. You know, H, you, you, uh, you end up kind of, obviously it's all different, right? Mm -hmm. we're, we're, we're as coaches, creatures of habit. Uh, and there is no, <laughs> there is, uh, no semblance of, of normalcy right now no. in, in what we're doing, but how have you kind of taken your weekly schedule and how have you put that together, you know, to help all of us be successful? What, tell me kind of what that looks like. Well, the, the biggest part with that again is going back to making sure what we're doing with the players is good. And, and so, you know, we talked about that, some of the teaching time we've got where our guys are available to, uh, take their teaching progressions and break it down. So you got a defensive lineman. He's working, you know, everything from in, in the order of his eyes, his hands, his hips, and his feet. A, a secondary players working with his eyes, his, his feet, his hands, and his hips. And same thing with the linebackers. And so, you know, we've been able to take and, and take and each coach has broken down their teaching progression. So that's, uh, we've revamped, I think, the way we've, we've paid attention to teaching that. And we've got to be able to react to everything that the, that the offensive guys bring at us. And so, you know, talking through the, uh, you know, a linebacker's got to do a lot. He's got to be able to move. He's got to be able to read. He's got to be able to key. He's got to be able to drop. He's got to be able to cover. He's got to be able to tackle. And if we're going to blitz, he's got to be able to have some technique in regards to that. And so we've been able to break those things down piece by piece. And then, and it's enabled us the other thing too, that we can take some time that we can pay attention to, uh, you know, some of the, the wrinkles of, of our package that uh, we've got some ideas on and, and that would fit along with what we're doing to help us, you know, continue to improve. You know, I, I, I love what you said there because really you fit uh, to your personnel, you know, uh, year to year. You've, you've got a base concept, but, you know, you got to fit it. And kind of how are you discovering some of those players now that we've had a year under our belt? And, and how have you kind of adjusted that in, in even putting the plans together, Charlie? Yeah, no, I think, you know, what we're doing as far as conceptual teaching, you know, where you're taking the letters off of the X, the Z, the H, and the R. You're taking those off, and you're saying, okay, you're the number one receiver to the field. Everyone's going to run a hitch. Everyone's going to be in, the, uh, in a slot and run a climb over. So you're able to see guys that typically don't run those routes, right? You're able to see, wow, they run a heck of a climb over here, but usually they're running a field gift. So you're more into that conceptual teaching where your guys are doing everything and you take it to the interior where, you know, guys, you're, you're lying, you know, you're, you're rotating those guys, you're taking those letters off, everyone's snapping, everyone's pulling. So you're, you're teaching guys to where they can be able to play different spots and you're able to discover, you know, some things that, some skills that some guys have that you may not have been able to discover because you're putting in place. Yeah, no, I think that's that's really interesting, and, and 
you know, really for us, this, this, this first year was a little bit of get to know, you know, just get to know the players and, and who they are. And, you know, we ended up discovering we, we had some pretty good ones, uh, you know, and I think about, you know, talk just even, you, you brought up Troy Brown, just kind of that evolution that, you know, when we came in here, I think he was a safety. He was, he was, <laughs> they, they wanted to plan for him. We tried to find him on a film, but we couldn't find him. And, uh, you know, we watched him run around in the workouts and in the weight room. This guy can move, and 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 what a great job he did! You know, he played our well linebacker, our dime linebacker, and and made more plays than any defensive player in the conference. And did an outstanding job, and and uh, and he's got a passion for the game and has thrived on that. And that's been that's been really cool. And then, you know, it's like you were saying, we're, we're going through that film, seeing what these guys look like, and then we went through that first spring, and and uh, that first spring was a little bit tough. I, 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 I know I wore a hole in the mirror that I was looking at saying, can you even teach anymore? I know it was going to work. And we got out there and played the first game. Thought we didn't know what was going to happen. Then some guys really stepped up and did some good things. And, and you know, Troy can just – he can make he can make great things happen. He's a, he's a tremendous playmaker. And, and we've got some, you know, some some guys in the safety room that have, have developed some some leadership and some ability that's been a good thing. And, and we've got to – you know, we found out what the guys in the front could do a little bit and then where we can – you know, I think we got a chance to be improved, uh, hopefully significantly in our in our secondary with uh, with what we got going, and then you know, and then having the chance then to come back and go through uh, that first ten days of spring ball, being able to get ten days of that spring was was huge because we made we made so many more strides during those ten days than what you would look at from before. So that was that was really encouraging, and then you got some guys that uh, you know, kind of like what Charlie was talking about, you know got a chance to some dudes might be able to play some multiple jobs for us because you find out that a guy maybe has a little rush technique well he doesn't have to play that one position all the time we could create something different in, in throwdowns and, and, and vice versa to some things that make can make us a little bit more multiple but get a little bit more uh you know fresh horses on the field and take advantage of some kids strengths and taking some banging off some of their bodies you know one of the things i think just on a kind of a personal note i don't know that uh Many guys, or many people know this, but uh, Charlie, you actually uh, had a brand new addition to the family here during this COVID. I did. We, my daughter was born on April 10th, Eliana Rose, buried uh, right in the heart of the pandemic. <laughs> it was, it was a weird experience, yeah. you know, going going to the hospital and, and the protocols that they set there for the safety of of everyone. You know, not being able to go in until your life, until your wife is ready to have the baby. So you're not even in the waiting room. <laughs> and then you get in there, and there's there's no one in there. So it just it was a weird process. But uh, my wife was a trooper. Uh, you know, being able to pull this off basically solo uh, by herself. But uh, it's good to have her home, and she's getting big, growing every day. And uh, my boys are. Or they're, they're doing a good job being big brothers, so it's a fun time. Total side note there, but Charlie's wife actually taught me how to salsa. <laughs> um, so uh, she's a heck of a dancer. I'm not real good. She was laughing at me. I do know that. But uh, no, it's great. Uh, H, you, you kind of during that time that we had away from the players, mm-hmm. um, kind of what, what was that like? What, 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 what were some of the things you missed? I missed the, the, the interaction with them. The best parts of the week were the, the, the Tuesdays and Thursdays, and we got on the WebEx, and you see their faces on there, and we got to 
I got to talk some ball with them, and, and that was that was the that was really cool. And uh, you know, we stayed in communication, obviously, but having to do that separate was was hard. But uh, you know, the cool thing was some of the stuff with the family. And uh, you know, next time y'all see me, I might you may notice I've, uh, I I gained a little weight, maybe because uh, <laughs> what it did is create a lot more time for me to work on that big green egg. And uh, evidently, I, I, I like some of what I was cooking on there, so <laughs> that developed a little bit. I'll tell you what, he can. He he works the big green egg really good too, Adam. But believe me, I I enjoy going over there when they're smoking the air. I'm I'm usually driving by, uh, enjoying it. What's the go-to recipe you're you're consistently making there on the green egg? Well, you know that's one of those stories. I, I if I told you, I'd have to get rid of you. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I tell you what, though, the uh, it, it taught them this uh, reverse sear met method. Yeah, that's uh, been that's solid gold. Yeah, talk about that. Okay, so we got uh, and and so my wife she loves these steaks, and so you get we get this big old tomahawk steak, all right, this big nice thick ribeye, all right, and then you you want to you garlic and, and salt and pepper. That's all you need on it, okay? And you get the you get the coals going on there, just so you're maybe about two hundred degrees, okay? You put the, you got to have your uh, Temperature gauge, all right, it's in there. So you, you start it out, you keep that temperature down low. 200 is plenty. And then you're going to let it let it go until you get to an interior temperature of 104 degrees, okay? At 104 degrees, and that should take, the one I had the other night, about three and a half, four inches, it took about 40 <laughs> minutes to get it there, okay? And then uh, you bring it inside and you just let it rest, and it keeps taking care of itself on the inside, and then you... You open up everything and try to get that up over 600 degrees. So you put the sear on the back end of it instead of the front end of it. And I'm going to tell you what, then you come out and it's a minute on each side and you bring that sucker in. And uh, I was so disappointed because I couldn't wait. It was beautiful and we're ready to go. And you had the, you know, the garlic butter melted up on top of it. And, you, and the knife went right through it and just couldn't wait to sink my teeth into it. And I cut that first bite and put it in my mouth and I went to sink my teeth into it. And I couldn't because it just melted in my mouth. <laughs> Oh, it's awesome. I learned that from Coach Mac. The reverse here is uh it's a big win. It it is. It is a big, big win. <laughs> I, I I would recommend that anytime you, you go get a thick steak, Adam. Try that reverse sear method because it is uh, unbelievable. Well, it sounds like I'm just going over to Coach Aikie's for dinner every night is what it sounds <laughs> like. <laughs> Come on by. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, guys, I uh, – just wanted to really say thanks for all you do for us and, and obviously these kids. And, and I think the people out there probably got a pretty good idea of, of the kind of characters that we have here and, and more than that, that the coaches that really care about these players. And, and that's really what it's all about, Adam. Yeah, thanks so much for, for coming on, guys. I, I wanted to ask just – I know you guys are taking care of the team here and, and Coach Mack, I've asked him this as well, but just – Personally, going back to March and now not having a traditional football season in the fall, how are your mental states? How are you as people handling not being on the football field in that normal capacity in the fall? I think it's you got to try and stay positive. Um, being a being a positive state of mind, look for the the positives. You know, you're setting a plan, knowing that it may adjust daily. But for me personally, it's really solidified why. I love this game so much because when we, when you were isolated away from the coaches and the players, you're part of this game because you want to be part of something bigger than yourself. You know, you want, you want to be able to serve. You want to be able to give. You want to be able to coach and teach and make people better. And it's 
ultimately be a part of something bigger than, than you could ever be by yourself. And I miss that. And being back in here with the guys kind of solidifies why I'm doing what I'm doing. Yeah, I, I kind of echo that. I think aggravating is the best word that I could give you, you know, as we are talking about it one day. It was at, uh, I don't know, it was, it was, it was a lot of years ago, but I think it was this, the year that I was in the fourth grade. You know, so however old I was then, that's quite a while ago. That was the last time there wasn't football. And and so that's you, you miss the hell out of that. And I know that weekend that we said, Hey, it's it's gonna shut down and we're not gonna be able to play. And I uh you know, I probably felt sorry for myself for a couple minutes and I got to think, well, I ain't gonna do any good for the kids if I'm like this. That's not gonna do anything. So I better I better get my uh pull myself up, take my own advice, pull myself up by the by the drawers and let's go and, and come in here with a smile on because you know, they've had something taken away from them. We got to keep their spirits up and keep them going because that's what matters the most. And, and, and it's a matter of, uh, you know, the, the thing that is right now is that it's, it's sudden change. Everything's going to be sudden change. So therefore we, we're going to make, take, this is what you're going to let us do. Well, we're going to make sure that we do this the best. We're going to write this book better than anybody else does so we can make it happen. And then when that book changes next week or the following week, when we're going to make those adjustments. And so that's where we find a way to take a challenge, you know, and uh, it's a different type of challenge for this type of year, but we're going to be able to do something so we can make, you know, bottom line, build a better chip walk. That's exactly right. And uh, you know what? We're having fun doing it too, Adam. Yeah, certainly fun to watch. By the way, uh, coaches, make sure you, you let Coach Mack know, give him a review on how he's doing on the media interview side, because I think he's starting to get the hang of this pretty well. <laughs> I, I I I guarantee you these aren't one of the twelve listeners, you know, of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I got them all taped. I want to get this. Hanky's going to binge listen. <laughs> Well, thanks so much to Charlie Fry and Rob Akey for coming on, offensive and defensive coordinators. And you talked a little bit about it in that interview, Coach, but uh, part of that excellent first year you and the staff and obviously the players had a good reason was because of your coaching staff. And, and Charlie Fry, Rob Akey, you can tell uh, guys that are locked in and they're both excited to be back out there helping out the team as you get prepared for that next season. No, I think it was great. I, uh, I really enjoy these are you know, I just love being around these guys and, and those two are, are great leaders, you know, on both sides of the ball. And, and um, I think people could tell, um, you know, a little bit about their, their character there. And uh, they're a lot of fun to be around. I'm telling you that. Yeah. I, I don't know if, if Rob had his coffee today, but it, it didn't sound like he was very fired up. <laughs> no, he, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I tell you what, though, that, that recipe on the uh, reverse sear of the steaks, I'm telling you what now, it's the way to go. I've heard great things about the green egg, that, that being one of yeah. the top grills of choice. So I, I think that's something that people, if you're, if you're looking at grilling, I know we're getting close to winter here, but I've heard a lot of positive things about the green egg. Certainly uh, Rob Akey was endorsing it as well. Yeah, no, I tell you, it's, uh, they're a blast. I, I, uh, I got introduced to them back, uh, oh, it's been quite a while, all the way back at Alabama, I think, when the first one, we got our first one, and, and uh, you know, the things you can do on it, it's, it's I, I kind of call it cheating, um, because <laughs> you can really steady the temperatures and, and do some really good stuff on it, but, uh, no, it's, it's, it's great 
I tell you, you could tell, I think, just uh, by listening to, to both of them, just how excited they are just to be able to work with our guys. Yeah, I mean, you could hear it from, from Coach Fry. He was just uh, above and beyond excited just to watch the guys go out there and, and throw the football and, you know, be in the stadium again and, and just be coaching. I think that's yeah. something, as as you mentioned, they're trying to take the positive mindset, but this is something that they've done their entire life, something that you've done your entire life, and to, to kind of be back doing that again is is what we're all hoping to get back to. No, that's right, and I think I think moving forward, you know, we keep bringing on a couple of the coaches each week. Adam, what, do you think that might be a direction we should head? What do you absolutely, think? absolutely. We right. talk some Central Michigan football, even though there's there's not going to be games here in the fall, uh, at least this season. But uh, as you mentioned earlier, maybe a potential spring game, and then hopefully uh, that spring season coming up. So yeah, let's let's continue to talk some chip football. Okay, we'll do it. We'll do it. I think uh, we'll get a chance. I, uh, Keith, Keith Murphy, our, our special teams coordinator uh, that, that's new this year, um, I think we'll get an opportunity to get him on maybe next week and and uh, kind of kind of get some background on him and, and kind of what some of the things and thoughts he has uh, moving forward for our guys in the special teams. Absolutely. Love to hear how he's adjusting to Mount Pleasant and, and excited to have him on the staff and, and get rolling in his first season in Mount Pleasant. Yeah, and, you know, the kind of just total side note there, we'll talk about it next week, but his wife actually is uh, same university I went to, Eastern Washington. She's an Eagle, so uh, there that's, you go. That's kind of a cool deal. Now we know why you hired him. There you go. That's right. <laughs> Well, that's awesome stuff, Coach. Thanks again for, for coming on and, and glad to hear that you guys are getting back and doing some practicing, those individual workouts you talked about. And, again, we can hear it from you and uh, from your staff members how excited they are to be back there around the football stadium, in the football stadium, and just working with the guys like they normally would be doing in a fall season. Yeah, no, it's 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 great. And you know what? It's great for the kids. And, uh, you know, that – that's the reason we're all here, and uh, that's what I love about this staff. They they get that. The the only reason we exist is because of these players, and and uh, you know what? They're a lot of fun to be around. Well, we certainly look forward to that next time we all get to watch them compete. And, uh, Coach, certainly looking forward to the next time we get to do this podcast, which will be next week. So enjoy the rest of your weekend, and looking forward to doing this again in seven days. Yeah, are you – are you calling a lemonade game this this uh, this week? Are you yeah. calling a baseball? I'm done. Actually, the season the season ended on Saturday, so we did the a quick 20 game sprint. It was very successful, and all the all the protocols and all the health and safety that you know we put into plan went out with uh without any problems. So it was great to see some baseball, and we had five or six Central Michigan baseball players that were down. So really cool to to see all these. Uh, college student athletes get an opportunity to play some semblance of a season after, of course, their baseball seasons got cut short back in the spring. Yeah, no, it's that's that's a lot of fun, and and uh, you know, just uh, again, I think one of the things that that these guys both touched on is is you know, our guys, you know, you're 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 built to compete, and uh, you know, that this has been good. We can get back out and, and you know, get some of that competition going as well 
Absolutely. And I know you're continuing to watch those Tiger baseball games, so keep watching that baseball. Make sure that they, uh, they're they starting to get those wins. I know they went on a they went on Ooh. tough stretch there, but uh, – <laughs> I started to worry about the stratomatic uh, <laughs> standings there when they hit that rough, rough, uh, what was it, nine, ten game stretch? Yeah. I guess. But uh, no, it's 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 like I said, it's it's uh, it's good. I it, anytime you can watch any kind of sports fan, it it I think the one thing maybe that that we can take away from this is just how important those things really are to us, uh, you know, in our everyday lives. Yeah, and, and not taking them for granted because I think, uh, I mean, 365 out of the year, there's usually a sporting event on every single day, and we usually have accessibility to either go to it or, or sit down and, and watch it or listen to it. Uh, one of the many, many things that's been great about the sporting world, and certainly that was taken away for a little bit, but great to have those opportunities back again, at least at some capacity. That's right. That's right. And we're we're looking forward to getting ourselves out there and, and, uh, and we get this thing kicked and, in uh, you know, looking forward to whatever it is, uh, it's going to look like for us as, as a football program moving forward. Just know this, our, our, our kids are working their tails off and it's great to see. Well, again, coach, looking forward to seeing them the next time we get the opportunity to do so, but until then, uh, I know you guys are working hard with them. The, the student-athletes are working hard. know they're going to classes, getting everything taken care of. And as we stressed at the beginning, we'll finish with here at the end, getting back into those routines, which is obviously so important. That's right. And uh, so we're, so they went ahead and okayed us for another week of this? Is that what I'm kind of getting out of you? I guess so, Coach. I, I don't know how we continue to do it, but we're, we're pulling it off. We're pulling it off. They haven't kicked us off the air yet, not yet. All right. Well, have a have a great weekend, coach, and looking forward to doing this again next time. Yeah, right, but take care.